This time on 15 Minutes, you'll never get back. Are you competing for your husband with a phone mistress? Is that the British way? And no, I'm not a control freak. Uh, I'm Dale. And I'm Charlie. All that and more this time on 15 Minutes, you'll never get back. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Turn my mic on. Thank you very much. I don't like it with all this power you have. What what do you mean all this power? Turn me on and off. That's your choice, and it's just not fair. I I know. You've never been comfortable with men being able to turn you on or off. (laughs) I want the power. Mostly off these days. (laughs) Mostly off, just to be clear. You'll have the power when I go away. That's right. That's right. You will go away. Exactly. So you get a whole week of being in total control. Oh, my God. I am a control freak. I know you are a control freak, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I I feel like there is something wrong with that. What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like that's not a great attribute. Well, you know, it, like, no, on but, my gravestone, Charlie, control freak. Well, you know, like, I feel like it's just not a positive thing. But everybody's a control freak in a certain way. I don't really know how. Uh, you know, you're in a control freak because you have a family to deal with that you, you have trouble controlling. Well, no, I just want so everything here, to go my way. Here, you like to be in more control. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm the kind of guy who, you know... I, I'm a perfectionist in that I like to make things run properly. Right. But I don't interfere with you being in control of the majority of what goes on here. I just let you run the show. Right. But then you could have some resentment for me later. Yeah, no, no. Because, you know, I think there's a lot of that in, in any type of relationship where you're like, oh, I just let that other person kind of run things and do things. And then afterwards you start resenting them. Yeah, but and know, then you're like, oh, man, I wish I called the shots. I wish I did this. No, you know I'm a lazy sod. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not a secret to anybody. It's like, well, Dale just lets you on the show, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, as a matter yeah, right. of fact. Yeah, he's he's going to resent me, though, because I know he'd really rather control the whole direction of it. Are you kidding? Okay. If I'm the guy on the ship, I'm not the guy that wants to be behind the wheel or calling the shots like the captain. It's a lot of pressure. I'm the guy down in the galley trying to figure out where's the key to the liquor cabinet. That's me. <laughs> you're I can't get to the rum. What's going on here? Oh, of course, Dale. What? So what? Are we still afloat? Yeah, great. That's all that matters. That's going to be my uh, new resolution. What's that? To be less of a control freak. You're welcome. Hang on a second. I got <laughs> to write that down in ink. <laughs> How many can you buy for $1,000? I don't, I don't know. even know what a toilet costs. <laughs> I don't know. Some of those like crazy new ones, like those Totos or whatever those things are called, those things are cha-ching. Yeah? Yeah, they're like thrones. Gold-plated ha- handles Pretty and much. everything like that? And then those new ones, we got one of them here, like the double flush. It's like flush this for number one and flush this for more than number one. <laughs> <laughs> so More than number one. I didn't want to say number two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, now, apparently, the number two has come off the list of words we can say on Cool FM. <laughs> Remember that time your toilet exploded? <laughs> and apparently it was the mayor of Baltimore's fault. So listen to this story. So oh. uh, this lady, her name is Angela Wright. Back in November of 2014, <laughs> she was blown off her toilet <laughs> when it exploded, <laughs> causing her physical injury and PTSD, as well as um, loads of physical damage. <laughs> Most dramatic. Normally that S would stand for stress, but I don't think it does here. (laughs) She's suing the city's mayor, city council, and a couple contractors for $75,000. 
because she claims that the city, the contractors, and all these people involved um, were fixing a sewage system next to her home in a neglectful manner. She feels that the incident has caused her mental anguish and loss of enjoyment of her usual pursuit of pastimes. It's it's going to the bathroom, one of her pastimes. So could you imagine? Apparently the force of this explosion was so bad. It's like a scene from The Goonies. Remember when the toilet exploded? that's, That's what happened. $14,000 $14,000 in repairs and 3000 plus in medical bills. But, I mean, how can she blame it on them? I mean, maybe it was her fault for stopping off at Taco Bell and getting the big box <laughs> on the way home. So if you can believe it, it's been 20 years since two dudes in their basement made it their life's mission, basically, to grab every piece of information and make it accessible to the world. Mm-hmm. Thus, Google. Google was born. Google was born. There is the good, the bad, and the ugly to Google, as we know. I mean, now we can look up things that we already really know the answer to. True enough. But then we can Google things we don't know the answers to. You can Google everything. It's like, maybe we should Google how they got the, got the name Google. I know, we should. If you don't know where you're going, Google it. If you need to know the answer, Google it. If you find you're in a fit, cause you can't remember shit, just be reaching for your phone to Google it. If you're stalking an old girlfriend, Google it. Or how to embezzle money, Google it. Roll a split of fatty a joint, the name is really not the point. If you're looking to get Google it. Need to get out of some trouble, Google it. How to write a resume, Google it. Now you think that you'll be going, cause your boss just heard this poem, so you're looking for a new job, Google it. <laughs> Here I go again, there's a David Coverdale guy in his band. You know. We're having this discussion because I have a story that is very relevant Yes. to the word gray. And we're sitting here, and we're discussing how do you spell gray, and it sounds so very easy. But it's not, because Spellcheck tells me... (laughs) Well, Spellcheck, it just shot off. (laughs) So we're trying to spell this damn word, and I'm putting in G-R-A-Y, thinking gray. But then Spellcheck's like, no, you damn fool, it's G-R-E-Y. So here it is. Okay. G-R-E-Y is the British spelling. Oh, I so see. So Canadians may use it as well. I get it, however, because we have British time. However, yes, these days, gray, E-Y, is considered a variant of gray, A-Y. <laughs> While it may have a predominant use in Great Britain, <laughs> uh, they've seen both spellings used in the United States, but the United States these days doesn't know whether they're coming or going. Okay, so what do we do? I will go with E-Y. Okay. Let's so be gray. British, okay? Okay, gray. There we go. There you are. All right. You'll find out why soon. That's S-U-N-E. <laughs> soon. <laughs> okay. Is that my chair or is that me creaking? I don't know. Oh, man. It's like that people's theater. Remember with that man in the, the robe and the, the pipe? He used to educate oh. us. He was British. Oh, I don't know what okay. I don't know what theater you were going to. It was a TV show. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh, a masterpiece theater. That's it. That's it. Master- that hey, welcome to masterpiece theater. <laughs> I'm a pompous British man. <laughs> I'll sit here in my smoking robe, 
in a luxurious apartment here with a fireplace in the background. <laughs> you sit there on your pillow at home eating your Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> okay. All right. So I've got this. Uh, I got this figured out. So you know that I I take jabs at uh, my husband and his phone any chance I get because. Mm-hmm. I, like, I literally spend so much time and energy thinking about this phone that he's on, competing with this phone <laughs> that basically gives him whatever he wants. Uh-oh. So I have determined yeah. that my husband has a phone mistress. <laughs> it started out innocently enough. Hey, babe, the kids are asleep. You want to go to the bedroom? started to change mom i don't know what to do he's like distant even when he's here he's not really here it's like he's checked out and i'm just i just really worried now he needs it and there's no turning back no it's fine go ahead take your phone your new mistress and have a wonderful life phone mistress love in the palm of your hand only in theaters. You know, they say, once you do Italian, that's all they say. <laughs> just, you, I was going to see where is she going to go with this one? You just you just want more. <laughs> Pasta fagioli. <laughs> and veal parm. Mortadella. So good. People will go to great lengths to have an affair. This one, this this might take the cake. Oh, boy. So there's a guy in Mexico yeah. who has only been identified by his first name, Alberto. Alberto. Now, Alberto is a construction worker. Oh, he works in the construction. He does. And he's been cheating on his wife with a woman named Pamela. Mm, Pamela. Mm, Pamela is also married. Oh, no. To a guy named George. Okay. Mm. Now that we know the characters. We know the characters. <laughs> now, to make their affair easier, Alberto, yes. mm-hmm. who is a construction worker, yes. he puts his experience to good use. Yeah. He digs an underground tunnel between his house and hers. So they're neighbors. Cutting a hole through the floor in which the couch hides it. So Pamela's husband, George, comes home a little early one day. And discovers the couch is kind of, you know, off tilt and wonders where Stew, where is if you will. where is Pamela? Where is my wife? He finds the hole in the floor. Uh-huh. And George follows the tunnel. Right. To Alberto's bedroom, where he finds Pamela, perhaps using Alberto's wrench, if you will. It turns out Alberto and George got in a bit of a fight. That's to be understood. The cops came mm-hmm. to separate, and the tunnel was then filled in by George's friend Julio, who owns a concrete company. Could have just called me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Dale and Charlie. <laughs> me and Smelly Face here. Just stop. <laughs> I have a ritual in the morning, and when it gets thrown off, you know, it's... How I, late were you waking up this morning? 
I as opposed to your normal time, how many minutes late would you say? Uh, like a good twenty five minutes. Like I still made it on time. Oh yeah, I know. I just didn't make it early enough to do all my pre prep. <laughs> but it's fine. I just I got up and realized it was the cold meds and, mm-hmm. and I didn't have time to wash my face. Uh-huh. Oh, it smells. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it does because again, when you're, it's like if you ran out and forgot to brush your teeth, right? It's you're like, nah, nah, gross. It's the same thing. You have this morning ritual, and if you don't do something in the morning that you're used to doing, you feel gross. Smelly face, smelly face. <laughs> Is that, I can just hear that song. I, don't I know, know, right? Anyway, I promise I will uh, wash my face in time for the patio this afternoon. Uh, good, good. Because we don't want you showing up at happy hour with smelly All face. these, like, flies <laughs> around my face. Like Pigpen out of the Charlie Brown right? cartoons. <laughs> if brands had brutally honest slogans, what would they be? Well, another conversation on Reddit. Dale and Charlie getting you laughing without the kids knowing why. Right? <laughs> Other brands, if had brutally blunt slogans. Benadryl. You can't have allergies if you're unconscious. <laughs> Tupperware. Have you ever wanted to throw away food, but just not right now? <laughs> and finally, yeah. TikTok. Because watching your daughter's friends from the window is weird. <laughs> New survey was done to find out if people are actually willing to settle in their relationship. And the answer is? Yes. Surprisingly. For example, 30% of people have been in a long-term relationship with someone who wasn't good at the coitus. <laughs> oh. 24% of people say that they have been in a relationship knowing that the other person has a low coitus drive. All right. <laughs> 20% say, yeah, they've dated people that aren't their type, but they just kind of go with it. Okay. 15% say they've been with someone who let their physical appearance go uh, once they've got into a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And 12% have been with someone they have found completely unattractive. They are ugly. You are pretty. Why are they dating you? You're in your 30s, the clock is ticking, I guess they'll have to do. <laughs> you are hunky, they are frumpy, and they're no good in bed. But in your life now, you set the bar low, self-love or them instead. <laughs> totally unprepared were you. To just accept your fate Just never thought your skin would crawl From someone that you date Oh no You need someone hotter and friskier No one to make you hurl Don't settle for one who can't find the Get someone hurrah your world. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed that 15 minutes you'll never get back, follow and subscribe. More on Dale and Charlie at 1075coolfm.com. Download your favorite episodes there or on Spotify. Leave a review so our egos can get inflated. Waste your time next week.